Hi, and welcome to another edition of Menopause Buddies. Today, I'm joined by Karen. Hi, Karen. Morning. Um, Karen, would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, I am. Oh, where do I start? Um, so I'm 52. I have been postmenopausal, premenopausal, perimenopausal. Um, not quite sure it's disappeared yet. Um, have been on a bit of a steep learning curve because it's not something that people openly prepare you for. Um, I work full time. I'm actually working HR. So I work in a field that hopefully can support people going forward and others going forward. Um, yeah, and I've got some interesting experiences, which I'm more than happy to share, but wish kind of that people had shared with me in advance as well. Brilliant, brilliant. So why don't you, why don't we start by you telling us about your menopause journey? Yeah, it's been an interesting one. Um, not least um, because for years I've struggled with really, really bad periods. So I was always quite looking forward to my menopause journey that there would be over. Um, and there's another story around that, which I'll reference a bit later, if you like. But yeah. it, it kind of hit me in a strange way that I didn't know I was menopausal. Um, didn't really notice that my periods had sort of eased off because they would just got lighter. And it was just one of those things after all the problems I'd had, I just took them every month as they came and got on with it, really. Because... Every, you know, and I tried to sort stuff out to ease them. So I just assumed that that was linked to that, that I'd been doing. So when it happened, I actually burnt from head to toe physically. Oh, and I was driving along a motorway at the time. Um, and I didn't know what it was. And it resulted in me just thinking, oh, my God, everything just went. I literally felt it move up from my toes all the way up to my face. I pulled over on the side and everything was pounding inside my body that I actually rang 999 because I didn't know what to do. Oh, wow. I know. It was just that reaction of thinking, oh, my God, because you feel your heart pounding in your chest and, you know, the burning sensation. Yeah. It was just such a strange – I'd never had it before. Yeah. No. And what happened? Did, 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 did an ambulance come out? It did. And they actually, they didn't know what it was at first either. They did blood tests and, you know, did an ECG on me and they took me into hospital um, wow. and did a lot of different blood tests and things to eliminate what they thought it could be. And at the end of the day, they still hadn't fully done it. Um, and it was only when I was talking to my doctor the next day that she said, I think you might have started menopause. And oh, it was wow. a hot flush. And it came about because of probably factors and everything at the same time. And it just hit you in quite a serious way. Um, and they eliminated everything else, but still didn't mention this. So it was all a bit strange. So then it was this. So what do we do? Because I can't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've been quite fortunate, to be fair, since then. I don't really have. I get hot, but I don't. I don't it's very rare I get that experience now but at least I kind of know what it is because it yes. was so severe. It was such a shock. Wow. Yeah, I think it's the not knowing, isn't it, that oh. takes you by surprise. Yeah. And I only I remember it was um, my friend that came to meet me in hospital, you know, and sit with me and take me home and stuff because they obviously took my car away and things as well because it was left 
on the side of the motorway. Oh, goodness. Um, it's all sorts of higgledy things. And, you know, she said to me, do you think you've started menopause? Do you think that was a really bad hot flush? And I went, do you know, I have no idea. Um, so that was when I went to see my own doctor the next day after it all. And, you know, they did some blood tests to test specifically for that. And that's what it turned out. So, yeah. Wow. Goodness. Well, hopefully anyone else listening will... Um will learn from that but again always good to go and get checked to make sure it is what it you know it is the menopause i know because you just don't know and the experiences um are so varied you know somebody i know had um you know a complete it was drenched one day i've never suffered from that no me neither no and you know that experience for her was hideous and again just was totally unexpected random you know one-off and you know you so you have to explore it because I think everybody experiences it different based on your own body your own hormones and so there's no one answer to it everybody talks about oh well the menopause is hot flushes and night sweats well it is and it isn't it's many more things it's anxiety it's memory it's sleep it's or lack of and you know panic attacks it, it can manifest in many different ways that it doesn't really talk about yes and we're only beginning to hear about now aren't we yeah. part of this is also to make people realize that there are lots of other yeah. things you can experience that once you know what they are won't make them better but maybe take a little bit of the fear away absolutely yeah, I think yeah. the good thing now is that more people are talking about it but certainly even you know when i had that first experience it wasn't talked about in the same way that it is even today and it was only a few years ago so it shows how far we've come but still a long long way to go um you know and I've also done a lot of reading myself and you know the the more high profile people who've come out and talked about it have been so helpful because they've made people realize there isn't just one one answer to it and that pre and peri are different things and they can do it and once you've had that menopause, you class as post-menopausal, but you can still be experiencing the symptoms. Well, yeah, who knew? Yes, because effectively the menopause is one day, isn't it? It's 365 yes. days after your yeah. last period, which is one day. And would that that's all it was? <laughs> that would be great. It would, if only. And I think it's, um, you know, you joke about, you know, I've had bad periods. So I'm delighted to be in menopause. But, oh, my God, everything else just feels a bit yuck. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So that was that your main um was that your main experience and the 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 hot flushes and uh, how has everything else been? I think the memory loss um, yeah. is just quite bizarre. Sometimes I forget words of the most simple things. And I can yes. see and it's just got the word has gone. And I've always had a really good memory before but this is really stupid things like a roll of tape I could be looking at it and thinking I know what it is, but I cannot say the word because it won't come in my head. Yes, that, and that, that appears to yeah. be quite common from people I'm speaking to. It's really bizarre. It's a really hard thing to explain to somebody to say, this is something that I use every day, but I can't remember what the word is for it. <laughs> yeah, bizarre, isn't it? Really bizarre. Yes, it's and, just and coming out, yeah. How does that affect you at work then? Because, you know, you've got quite a, a, a difficult job. And so how does that affect you? Do you know, I write lots of things down. I've always been a writer and recorder of things, but even more so because I can 
think I need to do something, if I don't write it down straight away, a second later it can be gone. So I've got post-it notes all around me so I can just scribble things on. Right. I think yeah. I've started to find coping mechanisms. It's very frustrating because I used to have so much data and in though at the on the tip of my tongue and these days I have to look it up and but you have to not beat yourself up for that. You have to accept that it's you know all related and you can't be criticizing yourself for it. You have to learn to be different with it and you know and be open, you know, the exec I sit on, we're half men, half women, and it's really good actually that I'm not the only menopausal woman in the room. And you know, we we are, you know, you have to say sometimes this is my menopausal brain playing here. Yeah. And that's important, isn't it? I think to be able to do that and yeah. to so that everyone understands that you are slightly different at the moment and you are coping in a different way. But as long as you have understanding, you can still do the job that you do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that the environment that, you know, COVID had some advantages that it allowed us to be more flexible in the way that we work. Um, if it did nothing else, it gave us that ability to have, you know, that how you work and work in a different way. So it means if you need to, you can be at home working and yes. be flexible with it. I'm very fortunate in my job. I appreciate not everybody can do that. Um, but I think it's it's opened all of our eyes a little bit more to be more flexible in our thinking generally anyway. Yes, which is which is good, isn't it? Especially yeah. for us women. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And, and, and in terms of you said you work in HR. So have you been... Um, responsible or are you involved in implementing uh, strategies for staff going yeah. through the menopause yeah I've been at my current company for coming up to two years in July um, but I was really pleased because even in my previous employer we actually introduced a menopause policy um, and I think that's you know so important that it's out there and we where we have we've got a menopause group and we've looked at that the tools that are available for people to be able to go into a safe space and speak, um, but also give them some tools to support themselves and access to, you know, education factors, but that it's open to other people as well so that other people can learn about it and understand what it means um, because it was just such a hidden thing, really, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, well, we all kept quiet about it, didn't we? Oh, so yeah. a few years ago. You, you'd be too embarrassed to mention anything about it. Yeah, whereas, you know, I mean, we did a session with an external consultant on DEI in its entirety and talked about inclusion circles and that we've broadened it to it's, you know, we include menopause and others as well, not just, you know, ethnic minorities, age, disability. We've broadened it to any group that need that space to be able to talk and, you know, share experience really. And it is that is so you it's a space is that is it a, a physical space or is it an online space or is it's it both? An, it's both really because it's primarily online um, because of the we cover a wide geography across the UK. Um, but the, the physical space, you know, we've got well-being rooms in our hubs as well. And we've done some work. We've changed our life insurance provider in the last year to a company called ULife and they provide um, rather than you just knowing you get life insurance benefit at work, they've actually got an app which is all about well-being. 
and there's some menopause tools on there as well as general well-being tools which i think is just looking at things from a different lens on something that just happens or is just there well, that's interesting and what sort of things are on the app is it uh, sort of to record what symptoms you have or to how um, you're feeling it's varied really because it covers so much so it has quests that you do around meditation which is a great coping tool mm. for menopause um it's walking which again is another one it's you could go cycling and then you can be there's a leaderboard that you can be part of but also then you get rewards because you build up um you points they call them and in that you can donate but you can also access some of their apps as well as get vouchers for things as well so it includes sleep cycles stress coach um meditopia for example all right, things. so it's giving you responsibility so to do other things that will also be good for your yes. mental and physical health. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one called fertility, which is a discount off hormone testing, for example, which is never a bad thing when you get to, you know, our age. So there's lots of different things. And then it has things like fitness passes, health checks at home. So lots of different elements really, and they're in categories. So there's a big category just around well being. So it can support you with different elements of that. Right. And then everyone at your company has access to that who, who wants yes. access to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. 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 So it's broader than just that perspective, but it's giving people those tools that are available to help themselves. I, I do a lot of meditation. I find it's very, very helpful. Yes, me too. I think that's probably one of the key things for me is that sort of mindfulness and living in the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just that stopping and, you know, taking a breath and just having five minutes outside in the fresh air. And it doesn't need to be long periods of time, does it? It's sometimes just that moment, you know, to stop, reflect, notice something, clear your mind and then move on because that helps you deal with some of the other symptoms. Because, you know, if I was to say one of the biggest things that shocked me was that anxiety, you know, yep. that comes through in the menopause, that is probably a, such an under discussed um, symptom that you could get hit with and you just think where did that come from yes because it comes out of the blue yeah it, it really does yeah and, and yeah. I think I don't know if you're like me but I really wasn't an anxious person no no I but didn't understand it yeah. And, yeah 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 and you suddenly yeah out of the blue yeah <laughs> And yes, and the meditation really does help with that. It does. It does. And that whole mindfulness approach. And, yes. Yeah. You know, just even the getting out for a walk and, you know, different bits, just stopping and encouraging you to do different things. And, you know, I swim a lot personally as well. Um, I find that really good. And it was something I used to do a lot and have just started again in the last few years deliberately. Yeah, it's finding out what works for you, isn't it? It's it is, the key. Yeah. Yeah, because as you said earlier, we're all different and it's finding what works for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and what, what would you like to pass on to the listeners that what, like, what you, like you wish you'd known? Um, oh, just that it's different for everybody. There's no two symptoms the same for anybody because it's how it impacts you personally. Um, but those feelings, there are other people there that have similar. So you're not alone in it in a strange so there's that bit about there's the difference but you're not alone because people have similar 
but the personal impacts are very different for you. And, you know, go and challenge people to help you with it. Because, you know, I've learned that a lot of things are neglected. Having also discovered I've got very severe endometriosis in the last few months as well. And again, just so that's impacted the menopause as well. And it's going to probably impact me again as I get it sorted out. But just go and challenge and get it dealt with because that's our right. And quite often all of these things are not seen as a priority. So we end up living with this and accepting it and almost just taking it. Well, I just have to put get on with it and put up with it. We're very good at that as women, aren't we? We, we just are. put up with stuff. And we yes, and my have... advice is I, if I had some of that time again, I would not put up with it. So don't. Yeah. Yes, go and get it sorted. And yes. did, did you go on HRT or did, did you continue? No, I've been taking another one, Floxetine, um, which was recommended for me personally. Um, you know, and I've been really happy with that. Their anxiety bits lessened and I've not suffered with lots of the other bits. The memory loss, it doesn't really help that much with. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was preferable for me personally to HRT. But again, I've got people I know that rave about HRT. So I think it's again, it's about getting the right solution for you. Yes, exactly. And what what is flu fluoroxetine? Is that for anxiety or is that? Um... It covers a number of different things and they do use it for menopause. But it's it's just a different way of looking at it because it depends on what your symptoms tend to be. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. So not being a medical expert, I'd hate to diagnose it. Yes. But, no. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's worth exploring all of the options. You know, with your own doctor, what is available for you. Yes, and what will work best for you. And, yeah. and I think as many people I've spoken to, it, you you might have to try a few things to work work out what does Absolutely. work. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh well, thank you so much for sharing no that problem. with us, Karen. That, I'm sure our listeners will have found that really useful. And uh, but thank you. Brilliant. More than happy to. Thank you. Lovely. Emma. Thanks.